when I'm not drinking bourbon or writing blues songs. I listen to the Sean Geek Podcast over on seanmcginnity.ca and you should too. Everybody, hello. Doing this on the road, but this time we're in the same vehicle. Something a little different. <laughs> yep. Okay, we're going. Yeah, this way. Okay, guys, we're going all the way up. Uh, yes. Okay. We are going to. Let me just adjust this here. We are going to the Osborne Underground, it's called. It used to be the old uh, cavern. Cavern. Yeah. Never played there, actually. Heard lots of things about that. I've seen lots of performances from that place. But never actually been there. And we're going to go see my cousin, my cousin, our cousin, Dano Rocks. <laughs> Dano Rocks. <laughs> Is that going to be his, his handle? I think so. Dano Rocks. He likes Dano Rocks. Okay. Uh, we're gonna go see him play. He's playing bass tonight uh, in the Seth Anderson band. I don't know who this Seth Anderson person is, but I'm sure he'll rock our socks off, mm-hmm, so. or help us put our socks back on. Yeah. Right. So yeah. <laughs> so there's two two bands before before they go on, correct? Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. One of them would be on now. <laughs> what are we going now? Started at 830. 8.30. 8.30, yeah. So we're a little late for that. Sorry, opening band. But you know... Yeah, it's, uh, it would have been nice if we could have started at that time. I'm sorry. I was on my social media. <laughs> no, no, I mean, uh, like when we were playing. Oh! Because there's eight. The second one's at nine, and they're at ten. Somewhere. Yep. From that. I think the earliest the first band ever went on when we played was 10, 10.30. Yeah. Not the last of the three bands. Yeah. Should be cool. It's, um, if you actually look on YouTube, uh, if you look under Seth Anderson, um, he's, he's got, uh, he plays a, uh, like an acoustic guitar uh, on his own, uh, but this event that we're going to is actually a full band, so it'll be, uh, it'll be a little bit different. Apparently, it has a folk side and a kind of a rock side, so I guess we'll uh, we'll get to see we'll get to see them both tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I know the the complaints we get about our show are generally that uh, not complaints, but the requests we get are for more. Cowbell? More cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> dook, 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 dook. Um, yeah, you guys like it when we're on the road. You guys like the lo-fi. <laughs> the lo-fi. The lo-fi quality. The car beside us with uh, with a really poor sounding muffler. Yeah. Or uh, some guy cutting somebody off or us getting lost. That those That's that's the grit that you guys prefer from the Sean Geek Podcast. So, yeah. This time we're both traveling. Like going from Blu-ray all the way back down to uh, records. Yeah. yeah. There's well, a warmth to the sound of that car. Although when we grew up, there was a lot of records, so we were used to the hisses and pops. Yeah. And uh, I kind of found that, you know, if there was any, well, say mistakes in the song, they'd be kind of covered a little bit, but the, when everything was transferred over to, to CD, Everything sounded great. If you were trying to say get lyrics, guys, I know when Mum used to uh, sing with uh, Uncle Junior and them. Gentle Touch was the name of the band. Yeah. Mum um, would play a song on uh, like a cassette deck, and then rewind it, and then play it, and try to make out what the lyrics were, and then try and write them out. <laughs> 
And I remember she was stuck on a, what was it? I don't know if it was a Simon and Garfunkel tune. And she kept going, what is that word? <laughs> she kept going back and forth, back and forth. I can't uh, recall offhand what song that was, but. Oh man, now I want to know what that is. Yeah, I'm sure if I, I'll have to listen to a few of their tunes and go, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Simon Garfunkel, I am a rock. They did that one. Yeah, no, that wasn't, that wasn't the song. Um, Damn, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. I said, so we've seen Mom play at that. Leash. Wait a minute, didn't they, they played at the... Kawapop. Which was... The basement. Which is the cave, which is the cavern, which is where we're going. No, Ooh, no, look at you circling around. <laughs> that's a different... No, it wasn't called the cavern. Plus it was in New Brunswick, or in Moncton. Yep. It was uh, yeah, a little ways away. Yep. Yeah. But I remember there's one that she got wrong. She sang it wrong for a long time. Oh. Um, the uh, she said do Hotel California. I'm saying it wrong. Why? There's a dog on the highway. There's a dog on the highway. Yeah. That's that's the lyric she used to sing. See, that's the difference between lo-fi and hi-fi when you're trying to make out the words. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, just like that stand-up. Yeah, like, Mom, comedian. that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Which stand-up to me? Well, those comedians, that comedian that's on is like words that you thought that were in the song, but they weren't. It sounds like oh yes, certain words. Yeah, it's similar to that. And when you're trying to, you know, you're trying to convert the actual song and write out the lyrics yourself. I have a hard time figuring out what the lyrics are normally, but if they're in front of you and you look at them, well, oh yeah, that's what they are. Because I never did. Um, a song was always whatever it came through sonically. Like the lyrics did mean nothing. It was phonetically. Yeah, you're listening. Was, yeah, the phonetic of the lyrics. I mean, people would say, "Oh, it's a sad song," or "Was a happy song." I have no idea. I'm just going by wherever the music takes me. That's and that was more of a feeling for me than the actual lyrics and then trying to, you know, project the lyrics. Maybe I get that from you because I'm the same way. Really? I, yeah. Like. This song feels happy. This song feels sad. This song feels melancholic. Right. The, the lyrics don't aren't what take me there. It's the way they're sung, the style they're sung, the the meter, the the way the you know the guitar and bass and drums are going. You know, it, it's all that stuff. That's what that's what makes a song a sad song or a happy song. Right. To me, the lyrics are actually always incidental, um, and a lot of times. The lyrics don't reflect the content, right? And vice versa. Well, when you sing something a cappella or whatever, like it's like okay, your your voice is there, the lyrics are there, the sounds, you know, all the different notes, which are fine. But to me, that that's kind of secondary with the vocal portion. Yeah, I agree. Vocalist shouldn't agree to that, but <laughs> I do. Um, uh, should, we, should we mention uh, regarding NBA uh, uh, and uh, yeah. NHL? I guess everything's on hold right now because it's. Uh, Virus. I was going to say H1N1, but that was the last one. That was the last one. We had so many different ones. Uh, we've had over the years, SARS and, and whatnot, although it, it's not to this extent. Not where they're actually shutting things down, so. Yeah. This is, uh, they, they declared they declared this COVID virus uh, pandemic, I think today or yesterday. Yeah. We have one reported case as of today uh, of someone who tested. I'm not sure if they actually paused it or not. Um, but she quarantined herself. Or she quarantined. She's quarantined. Um, but she's an HR, HRA. Is that? She's a what? HRA. HRN. HR. She's a nurse or something. Oh, is she? Yeah, I believe so. Oh. So she knew right away, you know, oh, I'm showing signs. And she did all the right steps. So may not spread in the city just yet, but I'm sure it will at some point. I'm now working, going to be working from home, just to be, just to be on the preventative side. 
probably not the smartest thing for us to go out tonight. Well, it, it, there's only one reported case. Uh, the chances are low. And even if uh, we do end up getting it, I don't know what the severity would be. No one's really said, oh, uh, you know, this is what it looks like. Because I know Tom Hanks and his wife apparently have it, and they're out in, I think it's Australia. Yeah, yeah, so they're, they're stuck in Australia now. And uh, there's, there's someone else, I believe. I, Trudeau? Who's, who's, yes, Trudeau. Prime Minister, uh, yeah. I think his wife. His wife has it, so. Or thinks that she has it. She was getting tested. There again, we're not too sure what the results are. Yeah, it's pretty scary stuff. Yeah. So, live life to the fullest, as they say. Yep. Because you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. Uh, apparently not much toilet paper because uh, there's a big run on it for some reason. Which I still don't get. Yeah, that, like, this virus isn't supposed to give you the shits. Toilet paper, I have no idea what that's all about. People, the first thing they do if there's a crisis of some kind where you're going to be stuck in your home for a while, the first thing they worry about is wiping their ass. Yeah. I don't know. If you've ever been without toilet paper, <laughs> it's quite the conundrum. That's why we need bidets in North America. They get bidets over in Europe and, uh, I know they think we're filthy heathens over here because <laughs> we don't have bidets in our home. Or in a pinch, you could always use a vegetable sprayer. Hook it up sure. to your tap. Yep. Yeah. Actually, yeah, there, there you go. Okay. <laughs> a North American bidet. There you go. Redneck. Redneck bidet. Yeah. <laughs> That's a red-green red green thing probably, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... I don't know. Um... It's nice that uh, it's nice that Canadians are taking precautions and we're doing all these things. The hoarding of toilet paper doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. I think I read under was it CDC? There was something that said you know make sure you have enough of this, enough of that, and I think I don't know if toilet paper was on the list, but people just you know got up and ran with it. Yeah. So it's nice to have Danny in town. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. He alone, I haven't. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen him play uh, live. So this will ever. This will be good. Oh yeah. my god, Todd! No, no. Oh yeah. Well, he played at his wedding. I was at that. Yeah, I wasn't able to make that. It was just him and a guitar and a white, white suit. And I saw. I got. I saw. I've seen him play, like recorded videos and stuff, like Christmas time and whatnot. Oh yeah. But I also saw uh, Thunderfunk play. I was lucky enough to see them play. Oh, they were still together back then? When I'd gone home, oh, I can't remember if it was when we went down, it was when I went down to a funeral. Oh. We're getting closer. We're right in the village. Osborne Village, so let's see if Todd gets frustrated. Snap business. Fitness. Snap! <laughs> um, yeah, so apparently, anyone listening to this this show we, we don't go out to shows like we used to you know back in the glory days or the days when we were playing or the days when we were seeing shows but it sounds like they're moving all the music venues out of the village can someone confirm that apparently the toad's moving uh, we're going to the underground Osborne underground <clears throat> which uh, used to be the cavern I don't know how long that's going to stick around. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, you said the cool place to go, like D Machine, and like it was a cool place to go. You know, go have a drink, listen to some tunes. And now the village is. I think they've restricted people to the point where they can't go out without breaking the law. So, I mean, people used to be able to smoke in bars. That's done, and I'm sure business suffered because of it, and uh, because drinking and driving. Uh, rule is so stringent. I don't even think you can even have a drink anymore. No, I don't think so. So if you can't have a drink, then obviously you can't go to a bar unless you have. Well, a, it's like they're restricting drinking in a bar in a, a way. Yeah, they're restricting it unless you have a ride. <laughs> but that would mean you have to have a ride all the time. Uh, you're guess. gonna want to get in the right lane. Okay, when you can. So this guy out of my way here. There's someone behind me. That's. I think, and that's. I mean. Th- 
venues are dying a slow death. Come here. Oh, is there something that happened? Let's see. Uh, no, there's like a There we go. So it's right down here. Okay. So, so you're going to want to turn right up here, and we're going to try to find parking on a side street. We can turn right here. Yeah. This was a one way. Oh, wait. It's around. Yes, it is a one way. <laughs> the next one, sorry. Well, could <clears> have <throat> been a live accident. <laughs> I think you can back road your way. There's a street that's gonna come this way oh, okay. coming up. Good, because I'm used to live or hang out in this area of town. I have no idea where I am. I've delivered a lot of food in this exact particular area. James's dad used to live at the at the at the end. Uh, this is the street you can turn right on this one. Oh, people with the munchies. <laughs> Osborne. So, woo. so I don't know. Wow, this is now, the one. This is that side street. Okay, there. so back there then. Yeah, we'll maybe uh, cruise this. through there and see. Cruise through here. Right. <clears throat> Preferably as close to there as well, like as far that way as you can. But right. I don't know. There's a lot of people parked here. Well, there was one parking spot back there. Yeah. There. Is that tight for mm. your long butt? Mm. And then there, I think if we go this way, there's another street that comes off again, oh. again I believe. Really? I believe. The same street this guy's going to turn down. Maybe. Yeah. Give me 40 acres. Cut her hard. Cut her hard. Cut her hard. Cut her the other way. Cut her this way. This is exciting. Wow. Riveting. 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 Shvedi. Alright. Okay, so there's two spots. One right here. Camera's dirty. You want to wipe your camera off? Uh. If you, yeah. If you know where it is. Yeah, I, know where it is. I got one of mine. I'll be right back. Okay. He's the cameraman. There we go. I see a thumb. What's that? There we go. That's better. There we go. I just... Oh, wait. No parking. 6 p.m. to 17 p.m. Oh. It's for only an hour? No parking. 6 to 7. 6 a.m. to 17 p.m. Okay. So I could park there. Yeah. Is that better to park in front? Yeah, it's see. garbage time, basically. Oh, see, you can no oh. parking six to seventeen. Six a.m. to seventeen. Oh, I don't think I'll be here that long. We're seeing somebody walking here, walking along. Lots of toilet paper. Oh, look at that, Todd. Aren't you glad I cleaned your rear view uh, camera? Clean my ass, yeah. As you see. Perfect. Awesome. We're going to the venue. Woohoo! So we'll see you guys on the flip side. Oh, yeah. This is the manly man, Randy Brutal, talking at you. When I'm on the road, I pass the time between matches, snapping to Slim Jims, and listening to the Sean Geek Podcast, which I download off of SeanMcGinnity.ca. That's the Sean Geek Podcast, downloaded off of SeanMcGinnity.ca, brother. Oh, yeah. Hello. How you doing? Good, how are you? Not too bad. So you're at, you're at home? I am at home. Yeah. So how's yep. that going? <laughs> it's bizarre, man. It's very bizarre. Working from home. Yep. You know, kind of always wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm doing it, it's very odd. <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever worked from home? Have you ever worked from home before? <clears throat> uh, no, I haven't. No. Um, 
I, I think I would probably find it too distracting. Although, uh, I'm sure you would, as soon as you figured out how to do it properly, then that would be fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think the hardest part, um, I think, was just like setting up my desk. That was easily the hardest part. Is like just making sure everything is where it should be, and right, and and all that. It's just I don't know. It's odd. <laughs> so what's it like with uh, having the kids around while you're while you're working? So what I've done for this COVID COVID uh, thing is uh, originally I set up my office in the bedroom. Right. And um, and there we go. There's, <laughs> There's the interruption. Yes, my yes, my love. Okay. Okay, well, give it to me. Give it to me. It's broken. It's broken. Okay. We're still going to keep that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Actually, Scholastic <laughs> had announced, I guess, that they were going to be doing having, I guess, free online stuff at on their site, I guess. And I actually clicked on it, and. Uh, because I was seeing, like, for to see if uh, if there was anything there that was usable, and I tried the, I clicked on one of them, and actually the thing opened right up. So, I guess it must be free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had the same program open about twenty times on her tablet. Oh yeah, and it wasn't letting her open anymore. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> she doesn't know how to shut anything down. <laughs> uh, the X. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So as I was saying, uh, my yeah, my office setup is it's a work in progress, and I change it every day. And then just like today, I had that issue with my monitor. Right. So the monitor just I'd turn it on and stay on for about thirty forty five seconds, and then turn itself off. Oh, it was, it was like going into sleep mode. No. Uh. Yeah. Actually. So you probably have a either a sleep mode timer on something. Uh, maybe yeah. Could, I mean, I'll have to the check monitor that because it was because yeah. it was fine after a while, and it was now was alternating between using the remote control for the TV right. and using the um, and using the actual like on power button on the actual unit. Right. Hmm. So it's like, oh my god! So then, because there's about seven programs I use for work that are open all the time, and you know. Flipping between them is very difficult with, you know, one screen. Right. But anyway. Damn. It's fixed. So uh, I'm sequestered at home. Mm -hmm. Are you, so you're going to work every day. What's, what's your situation? Well, um, I was off Thursday and Friday. Um, oh, you were? Well, yeah, because Danny was in town and we went to go see oh, him yes. at, the, at the cavern yeah. or whatever they call it now. <laughs> uh so when I went in Monday, um, Sunday night, I actually got a call saying, don't forget to bring your badge because everything's locked down. Uh, you need, if you need access, you have to this have. This was on Sunday? S well, Sunday, yeah. yeah I, got okay. a, I got a call from my boss saying to, not to forget my uh, my ID card for the hospital. So, yeah, so that's how I had to get in on uh, on Monday and, and since then. So it kind of progressed. Every, every day it seems to be a little more. Um, a little more secure, I guess. So I guess, um, I don't know what they had, I guess at, uh, one of the entrances right across from where I work into the main hospital, um, I guess they have a person there screening people and they come in. So that was, um, that was implemented, I think on, I don't know if it was on the Monday or the Tuesday. Um, and as time went on, uh, and I think people were saying that, you know, there's, there's not a whole lot of people wandering the halls in the hospital. It's pretty, it's pretty sparse in that, in that aspect. Uh, we just received uh, confirmation today that they're not going to be allowing visitors. Um, oh, yeah, that makes for sense. the patients, except for, uh, say, end-of-life patients or uh, children's. Um, okay. Those are the exceptions. Uh, so far now this this could all change too overnight so but um yeah they're getting uh the old well, they, they they don't want to call it the old women's hospital because it may offend people saying old women 
but it it's it was actually originally called the women's pavilion back in the day apparently yes. so correct yeah yeah so that was um and so right now they're getting the third floor ready uh for this covid um just kind of a preemptive thing to make sure that um you know to kind of get ready for it and not trying to scramble at the last minute type thing so they've been uh, diligently working uh, over in that building, uh, as well as um, I think there's a third floor in Ann Thomas, and there's I think there's another another area too. Um, yeah, so they're they're kind of getting ready for that. So that's that's kind of the the thing right now. So everyone's kind of uh, I think the last time I went out into public shopping, I think it was just to return uh, that piece for Mum's washer for washer and dryer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that was the extent. Uh, we haven't gone grocery shopping since Thursday last week because we went in the morning. Um, and we went to Costco Thursday morning. And this was before uh, Trump came on and, and, and did his spiel. Uh, then everyone just kind of lost their minds, apparently. Or it seemed that way with shopping. So we were there, I think, 45 minutes before it opened at Costco. Uh, we stood there and went, what are we doing? We'll just go to Super Value. So we went down the street. And, oh, this, okay. and this was about 8, 8.30? 8, 8.30? In the, the park- morning or at night? Yeah, and the parking lot was full. It was almost like Christmas Eve, you know, or, or wow. <laughs> type of thing. So we went in there. We got everything we needed. Uh, we already had toilet paper and Kleenex from uh, our Costco from, I don't know, a couple of shops ago. Yeah, and yeah. there's only the two of us here, so I mean, it's not like we we're going to blow through it like crazy. So we we had that. We didn't. We figured, you know what? We're not going to go and and take a package from someone who could probably use it. Although, like I said, you know, some people are are, are well, assholes. I guess would be the appropriate name. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yes. Um, you know, hoarding hoarding stuff just for the sake of hoarding, and then. Uh, can't do anything with it, and then trying to return it. So uh, Costco, actually, actually, I think I, I saw a sign, whether this is an actual sign or not, but I like it. Uh, no returns will be taken for toilet paper. Uh, uh, you got what you got. Yeah, the dispense, the, the uh, what do they call it, antibacterial, or what do they call it? The, yep. The hand sanitizer, yeah. You know, that hand stuff, Lysol yeah. wipes, you know, the whole rice, apparently. <laughs> Someone oh, had, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess someone had pulled out with, uh, you know, a whole pallet full of, of rice. Uh, and, and yeah, for, for them to do that and then try and return it after, forget it. Like, you're, don't be such a twat. That was the same thing yeah. when we had the boil advisory for water. People lost their minds. You could not find water anywhere. People were hoarding it. It's like, just boil your water if you're that, you know, type of thing. So, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, some people just have no respect. When it comes down to a crisis, um, unfortunately, those are the ones who usually get the the virus. <laughs> they no, get no, no, those, those are the people that, <laughs> that, that, that get the headlines, not the people who are actually helping people as much as mm-hmm. you know. Bad usually outweighs the good when it comes to news. So you know, well, you know bad what? sells, you know what good like, not so much. Did you notice in the? Um, I don't know if you're if you're on the um, Keycon forums or or anything like that, but. Mm-hmm. There's people that have been offering, look, I have extra toilet paper at home if anybody needs it. You know, you know what? Uh, I, I can I, leave it at my front door and you can come pick it up. Or, you know, like a, a lot of people on Facebook have been doing stuff like that, like to just try to outdistance the. Uh, right. There's a lot of, the there's a lot of good people out there, but unfortunately the, the bad ones kind of overshadow everything. Mm-hmm. It's like the news, you know, like bad sells, good doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so we might be, uh, no one said anything yet, but I'm assuming uh, we're going to be postponing KeyCon this year, very likely. Yeah, I did see a thing regarding, you know, get your tickets now, uh, you know, book your book your room, uh, which is all fine and dandy. But, you know, just like everything that's going right on right now, it's like, do you or do you wait? And if you book yep. it, does that mean... I mean, if I book it and it doesn't happen, do I get my money back or are they going to keep a deposit? Like, how is that going to work? Yeah. I mean, I don't mind booking in advance as long as I don't have to worry about, you know what, oh, you know what, you booked it, we're going to keep, you know, part of your thing just because you canceled. Well, the reason I canceled, we already know, you know, why it would be canceled if, if, if it was. So yeah, yeah. It's not like it's a I'm big surprise. I'm hoping they just move it, like, 
I'm hoping they just move it like a you know a few months down the road, find another long weekend to you know tack it onto you and. Yeah, I, I guess that kind of depends on on how they book it. Because if they book a certain weekend every year, if you want to push it back, that means everyone else that didn't get their reservations yeah, are also true. wanting that time slot. So it it may get bumped and, till and, next and there's year. a lot of stuff that goes on in that hotel. Like there's there's stuff going on. I don't know every weekend, but probably. Yeah, well, I mean, you're what do you think? What do you, you're new what do you think downtown, Luna? so. Luna's looking at me as as we're talking. She's like, very quizzical face. I just took a picture, which will be the uh, the thumbnail for this episode, I think. Right, Luna? Is that right? Are her ears down or up? Yeah. Uh, they're kind of a little bit sideways where she's being very serious. She's not being curious. She's just being very serious. <laughs> she's looking at you going, who are you talking to? <laughs> and she has her paws crossed over each other. Oh. One paw over top of the other. Oh. Hey, Luna? Probably a yeah. cute pic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll share it with you after. Yeah. Um, so we went to the show. Yes, we went to the show. And um, that was probably going to be our last outing before we do anything. Yeah, I was amazed that but, they uh, actually, I actually had, they actually had it on. <clears throat> Mind you, this was this was you know fairly early in in yes. this Corona thing, so uh, there weren't many people. Well, at that point, I don't even know if we even had. A, do we have a case? We have maybe a couple of cases. We had one case at that point. One case. We talked about point. it on the ride there. Yeah. So. Uh, so, so, but the thing is, normally then when we've done these on the roads together, mm-hmm. we're usually on the road there and on the road back, and then we can, you know, this is the the lead up to the whatever we're doing, like going to James Beaver or or whatever. Right. And then there's always the, we're coming on our way back, and we can kind of do a quick quickie review. But we didn't get a chance to do that. Right. Because we actually, uh, I rode home with Danny. So, what did you think of the show? The show, okay. Let me start from the beginning. Um, first off, I've never been there, so this this was this me was, neither. This is actually my first time as well. Yeah, this yeah. was quite interesting. So when we when we got there, we're looking for parking, and we figured, oh, you know what, with all this parking thing, and you know nowadays downtown and stuff, it's just ridiculous. But in all Osborne Village. It, it wasn't bad. So we, we actually were looking down these back streets, um, tried to squeeze in in a spot after driving around a couple of times. And as we're walking back, we noticed there's all kinds of... That's the first of... part of this episode. I got all that on the first part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Yep. Anyway, we parked, it, we parked up front and we were good. So, yeah. So we, we went down to the, ca- into the... What is it called? It's not called the cavern. It's called... Um... It's called Osborne Underground. Okay, Osborne Underground. So we get there. It's kind of an industrial-type-looking, you know, in the basement with all the, you know, the ventilation stuff is all open in the ceilings. And yep. Your usual, you know, bar-look-type thing. Um, so, but it, it was kind of, well, I would say small. It was very cozy. Um, not not small, but smaller than places that I think we've played and, and, and have been to. Um, although on the, yeah. on the side, they had a nice little you know, place where you could kind of go in and they had seats and booths and stuff, but they had a big cutout so you could actually see into the area that we were in where people were watching the bands. Uh, yes. The first um, person that was there, he, he kind of looked like uh, uh, o- O'Connor, the uh, the fighter. <laughs> he actually is. <clears throat> You're yeah. right. He had the red beard and then he had that old man, like Pepeiro had that cap and, <laughs> and you had that cap too, you know. He, he looked, he looked like a, you know, lep, not a leprechaun, but he looked, he looked Irish for sure. And he was singing these Gaelic tunes and whatnot. And yep, it, it was, yep. it was funny because when. And he, I can't remember that guy's name. Do you? N- no, unfortunately. I'm going to find it. I'm going to post it. Um, because I mean, it, we really should. And I think, I think he had, uh, uh, I, I honestly can't remember if he introduced himself or not. Um, cause I know, um. I don't know if there so wasn't really introductions really happening or they were happening from the other band. So I, I kind of lost track. I know when we played, I always made a point of saying who we were, right? whether anybody remembers or not, but I always made sure to introduce us as we came on as, as the, uh, you know, as the guitar was building up or whatever, but I can't, I can't remember the name of that dude, but he was, I liked him. Did you like him? He was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> 
You know what? I thought you were gonna say I was. I thought you were gonna say you liked him, but no, you no, actually he, liked him a lot. He was though. awesome. Um, and I think he had mentioned something about this was his first time playing in front of people. So, first and, time solo. I or believe. first time solo. Yeah, he did. He, he did really well. He was playing a classical, or no, I think it was an acoustic guitar, but he but he definitely had nylon strings on it. And he was just pounding the shit out of these oh strings, my God. and he's just playing his heart out, and singing, and he's just going to town. And he's got this little—I think it was him—he had on his foot when he tapped yeah. his foot. It was almost like he had his own kick drum, and yep. this this thing would you know kick as he's playing. And it blended really well. I was I was totally impressed. He was he was awesome. I didn't uh, think you liked that kind of music. I'm actually uh, in. I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed it because I really liked it a lot. I like I like that kind of music. Yeah, it was all nice Celtic stuff and yeah, and um, like I like that kind of folk right. like, a lot. Yeah, for and folk this guy music, was, like, that was to me that's that's good. the The other folk stuff, mm, I don't know. It's kind of watered down. Um, I, it depends on. It's like pop folk. It depends. Like folk. It's like saying <laughs> pop music. It says, well, it depends on the band because everyone has a different, you know just like any other music or any other genre everyone has their own version of that genre so what sure. what he did was was very good um it, it, you know and he'd make like light of the you know with with everything going on you know he, he you know he's just kind of talking to the audience he was very good as a front man uh speaking to the yeah, audience because so. you felt like you were getting to know him like it wasn't it wasn't there i didn't feel like there was a a, a wall between him and us you know what? I don't know. I just, it was the very only, inviting. The only thing missing were the paper plates from a kitchen party. That's the only thing that mm. was missing. Uh, every, yes. Everybody's yep. standing up and they're clapping and they're dancing. Some people are dancing right in the front and you know, yeah. just, just going to town and having fun. And uh, and and they were saying like amid of, of this Corona thing, it was nice to be able to get out and just kind of let loose and just just forget about the outside world and just enjoy yourselves. And that was uh, and and he did it very very well. Oh yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Now the second person, um, he, I think it was the second person. He had a, I think it was a Strat. He was playing electric guitar, uh, yeah. but he was also a solo by himself, and he was also very, very good. Now this guy was from. I'm, 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 keep talking. I'm, I'm actually trying to find the <laughs> event here. <laughs> Well, yeah, I take away. He was he was awesome. Also, like they, they everyone that started uh, before um, um, Danny had gone on was very, very good, very, very talented. I mean, there wasn't any like, you know, some people you listen to them like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like today, just to kind of go off topic, I was I was just getting ready to come in the studio and I heard someone singing. I think it was on Ellen, and I mean. I I don't like to criti- criticize people who play music because, I mean, that's an extension of themselves and that's that's their thing, right? But for some reason, I don't know why this person ended up singing on a national TV. Like, there's so many other players. I don't know what the what what the deal was with this particular one. Yeah. But, but these people that played um, at at the basement or whatever you call it, the Osborne Basement, was it called? Osborne Underground. <laughs> underground. I keep by the way, I, 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 found, I found it here, by the way. So oh. the, the initial guy's name was Brendan McLean. McLean. And he's, 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 he's <laughs> from the band's sitcom. Oh, no, wait. No, no, that's not it. No, the bold match. <laughs> Acoustic folk punk solo project of the man behind local punk rock outfit, Lake Disappointment. Is that right? Huh. Doesn't sound right. That's 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 his write up. Well, okay. So, see, this is confusing because I know the the lineup changed. So it says Seth Anderson, right, and then it says the Nice Cops, which is the band like right before, right, the full band, and then Bold Match, acoustic folk punk solo project of the men behind local punk rock outfit like Disappointment. And then Brendan McLean says he's from the Uglies, but I know um, the Uglies was the guy with the with the with the Strat, the electric guitar that he's playing. Okay, and I know he's from the Uglies, and he played some songs from the Uglies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was very good, very good. Also, 
They're 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 all very good. Yeah. yeah. So um, so it was kind of Green Day ish, I guess, or I don't know if I want to say Green Day ish, but it was it was very much. Um, it was that style. That style. It yeah. sounded like that and, style. Yeah. Um, but to me, it feels like. Um, in the like in the nineties, when I moved back here from Montreal, um, um, uh, that that scene that was playing here, like Propagandi and all those sorts of bands, that's what was going on uh, at the time. I mean, it was that sound, that Winnipeg nineties punk sound. Right. Yeah, that's what. And, and actually, I'd heard there was one song you played. I think it was uh, Lage Modier. Lake Lodge Modier or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was talking about beer. There was a lot of beer and uh, beer songs that he had. Yeah. 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 That must be Brendan McLean. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be. I don't know. That sounds right. Lake Disappointment must be the um, the guy with the Irish accent. Or was that Scottish? <laughs> I wasn't sure. But anyway, um, yeah. So you like that guy too? Yes. Yeah, he was he was very good also. Very good. I think he really needed um I think I would have liked to have heard him on acoustic or something though. You think it just felt like or the, the settings on his guitar, like it sometimes we couldn't make out what he was playing. Okay. But if he was backed up by a band and stuff, because, I mean I know he was playing songs like from his bands, so it's kinda I don't know. It would have been better with the band or with a different setup for, because I, I couldn't quite make out what he was playing. I, I enjoyed some of it. It was pretty good. Well, some, some but, songs probably pop more when you have a full band with you versus yeah. when you're playing it just on your own. Um, not everything translates like perfectly uh, when you're you know by yourself like that. But I don't know. It was, it was entertaining. Like he told really funny stories between the songs. Yeah, yeah, he was very he was a good friend man also. He he knew how to talk to the audience and Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh the headliner, Seth Anderson. Yeah. Wow. Um now I've never I've never heard Danny play before. Well, okay, sorry, back up. I've never I've never seen him live play bass. First off, yeah. I've seen yeah. you know some Ditto. footage of him with the you know Chris Kiss tribute band and yeah. um, I mean there was uh, also um, uh, Mandy, um, Mandy Morgan. Oh God, what's the name? Oh, uh, um, Amanda um, Melanie Morgan. Melanie Morgan. Yeah. So yeah. I, I heard when they were, he was playing with them uh, when they were yeah. on, oh, they're on CBC. I think it was that contest they had. But I've never yep. really pl- heard him, you know, sit down and, and play bass. Uh, in the same room. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've never, but I'm, I mean, I've, I knew he, he was, you know, I mean, he's been playing for, God, how long? And, and he's been doing it, you know, uh, you know, well, for a living he also. He started playing so, when he was, yeah, when he was like, I don't know, somewhere between 13 and 15 years old. And he's like, what, early 40s now or something? Yeah, so I mean, when when he came over to to Mums before you guys showed up, we had a good you know discussion on music and 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 stuff and instruments and stuff that he has and things that he's done. Um, now, when they first came on, uh, this was after pretty much just kind of the solo guys doing their thing, right? So you know, it was it was fairly quiet compared to a full band. So when they came on, uh, yeah, I just it was like wow, and I was taking pictures throughout uh, when they were playing, and, and you got to send me those pictures. Maybe. And every every picture, he's he's got a grin from ear to ear, and he's oh, yeah. and you can tell he's enjoying himself, and he's just slapping oh, yeah. that bass. He's just going to town, and uh, oh yeah, I don't think he missed a note. I can usually tell when there's something. There may have been one at some point, but I don't think he missed it. I think it was just muted a little bit but other than that yeah. oh my god like every note every note so yeah and, it, yeah now i've listened to the seth anderson um music on its own like just Beforehand? acoustically like acoustically Beforehand? yeah like on like youtube before the show yeah okay um well days or weeks or 
you know, prior to to the show, yeah. just just to yeah. hear what because he said that's who he was playing with. So I figured, oh well, listen to what it is, which is really good music. Now, as soon as you added the full band, yep. oh my god, the songs just popped like really, really popped, and uh, and the way Danny was playing, he just so anyway, um, yeah, so. Uh, you know, watching him play was very was very enjoyable. <laughs> I had a blast. Uh, yeah, just I... watching him play and, and looking like he was having a blast, and Thess had a, Seth had a blast, and and I'm sorry I don't remember the other band members' names, but they were all great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The drummer was bang on, guitarist was bang on. I mean, everything was everything. And and when he was, he mentioned something about. You know, Seth would play and stuff on his own, and then you know, once once he was done, and you know, a band kicked in. I mean, then you have this whole wall of sound, right? So that you got to yeah. kind of compete with that. But boy, when when they were playing, if if he does record, if he hasn't already, uh, yeah, with a band, I think Holy I think shit, Danny would be perfect in the studio to uh, to complete that album. But that's that's yeah. my personal opinion. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I, sorry, we I, we skipped over nice stuff. I, I I enjoyed their stuff. It was it was it was kind of neat, different. Um, there's a lot of stuff in that music that I really like, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to actually you know uh, revisit a, a lot of it for sure. Um, I'm going to be honest. When with Seth Anderson, when um, I heard that's who he was playing with, right? And I just saw a couple of pictures online, and I, and I didn't listen to anything. I was like, no, nah, it's just another folky guy. Like, I didn't, I just, I felt to me in my head, and this is me being, like, incredibly judgmental and, and stupid, is that I'm like, oh, yeah, he's just, he's playing for some guy. Some guy offered him, you know, uh, a gig, and he took it. And, right. And I didn't expect it to be any good, because there's so many folkies out there, especially out in Alberta, and they're, to be honest, there's, there's a lot of them, and they all kind of sound the same. Right. Um, so I didn't really expect much. I thought, no, oh, we'll have a good time. We'll see Danny play. You know, it'll be good. Right. But I was really blown away um, by, by Seth Anderson. Now, Danny's playing was phenomenal. It was really good. I didn't – I knew he was going to be good, but I didn't realize he could be good at that high level. Mm-hmm. But he was. He was freaking amazing. Like Danny is, geez, he's so fucking good. And <laughs> but I, I do want to point out Seth Anderson's songwriting is so freaking top notch. Mm-hmm. Like from a songwriter to songwriter, like if I'm, you know, I I write songs obviously, mm-hmm. and I write songs and I worry about structure and the way this goes and the way this fits and phrasing and and emotion and all those sorts of things. And I'm watching the construction of these songs as they're being performed. And I'm going, this guy's a really good songwriter. He's not just a good songwriter. He is an amazing songwriter. Just the structure, the, the changes, um, you know, uh, from like from a verse to a chorus to a bridge to just like just amazing stuff. But like you said, like I, I, I only listened to a couple of tracks um, of his like after the fact, and it, it it sounded good. It's not like it was good. Like it's it's folk that I would listen to for sure. Yeah, if um, I were to listen to folk, that would be that would be the that would be the kicker there. And the and yeah. all the songs had a driving beat to it, so it wasn't yes. it wasn't one of those you know arbi- arbi- arbitrary. It was like beat that. What do they call it? BPM music, or they call it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Beat for minute, yeah. Yeah, it's like, music. <laughs> it's like when you watch that Mazda commercial on TV, and mm-hmm. they and they start doing that dun 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 dun, 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 dun and then you you're, I start bobbing my head, just like the old uh, was it Eminence Front uh, the GM commercial, and then you start bopping your head, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. I found myself doing the same thing with his music. Like he had a driving beat that just wanted to make you move, right? But I, that's a really good songwriter where, like, I mean, the band is really good. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I think the band, was, like, I, I thought everyone was good in that band. Uh, particularly, the, uh, well, particularly, no, I can't particularly anybody. Everybody was great. Mm-hmm. But um, 
the the writing of the music lent itself to what the band added to it. So if the songs were not written well in the first place, if he wasn't, because he was conceptually thinking of everything so that when the band comes in, it's already there. They just have to play it. Like I felt like it was so well put together. He worries about cadence. He worries about tempo. He worries about um, everything so that when the band plays it, it doesn't sound unnatural. It sounded very organic and very, yes, this is the way this is supposed to sound. Mm-hmm. Sounded like you've been playing was, for years. Yeah. 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 It sounded very comfortable. And that drummer, with um, uh, I spoke with the drummer for uh, uh, quite a bit, actually. He, he came up to talk to me because I saw three bald guys and I'm like, they must be related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that drummer was solid. Now that really drummer, solid. he he doesn't play. That's not the kind of shit he plays. No, he is. He plays ambient. Well, that's that's what he was describing. Is ambient music, slower stuff, more rock, you know. Um, so he's never played anything like this before, and wow. you wouldn't know it. He was so freaking solid, so freaking professional in his execution. He, yeah, he didn't overplay anything. He didn't underplay nope. anything. He no. He was just bang on. Kudos. Really nice guy too, <laughs> by the way. Like super nice guy. Like I don't know. I I, I actually I want to look up what else he's worked on because he was so professional. He was so good. He wasn't too fast. He wasn't too slow. He was always in the pocket. He was like really good drummer. Very much. Very much so. Yeah, and I like the the, the guitar. Like. Seth Anderson's uh, guitar playing was, was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, his vocal was really strong. Very strong. Um, yeah. He had amazing stage presence. He, he totally knows what he's doing on stage. Yeah, this isn't um, his first rodeo for sure. <laughs> no, uh, but that other guitar player, I think he was having some technical issues, but he sounded really good. Yeah, I, I had um, a hard time hearing him at you know on some some parts. Mm-hmm. But uh, when but, his tone came through, it sounded really good, though. Yeah, when you could hear I, him, it I was think, really, really good. Yeah, yeah. But I think the it was no, it might have been the venue. I don't know, but but we were whatever. standing, we were standing on the one side too. So yeah, I, I, spoke I guess with it him depends on the he, mix. He was very frustrated oh. with the uh, with the sound. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So like, well, you, I think your tone still, you know, I told him your tone still came through, man. Like it still sounded good. Right. But uh, yeah, need more power. <laughs> need more power. So yeah, so I'm gonna watch some more Netflix. I just finished three shows this week. I finished finished House of Cards. You, oh, yeah, gonna... you finished it? Yeah. Wow. I finished House of Cards. I finished uh, Titans, and we also finished Frank and Grace. Oh. Yeah, we're working on uh, Wentworth. Ooh. Yeah. Because we, we had started watching Orange is New Black, which was good for a while. Um, yeah. And then when Wentworth came on, I went, oh, well, let's check, check this out. And if you compare them both, Orange is New Black is kind of a vanilla version of the prison, where Wentworth is more yeah. the, a little more, uh, I call it raunchy, a little more yeah. raw, I guess you want yeah. to call yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, we're, we're, we're working on that one. So maybe uh, next week we'll, we can uh, talk a bit more about what we're watching during this uh, crisis. Okay. <laughs> maybe uh, kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What have you done yeah. with okay, your well, time? I'm going to let you go. Everyone, everyone is home. I'm going to tag this on to the, uh, epi- to the, uh, the other half. Already? We did. And then, um, yeah, I'll uh, talk to you soon. All right then. Okay. We'll talk to you later. See ya. See ya.